He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true... She may be a native Texan, or not. We're not sure. But we do know she started the Fredericksburg Tea Party in 2009. She's a student of fine equine, and she's a true believer in correcting Matt whenever it's needed. This is the Angela Smith Show with special co-host Matt Long. Now you have a mic. Now I have a mic. Okay, so I did not have to correct you. You cor- you self-corrected, Matt. I know I did. You did. That's that's um yeah, there you it go. It happens. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think there's something still here. Yeah. There we go. So we got a little bit of everything in there. Good morning, folks. It's so happy to be here with you. It's a Monday morning. Um it is absolutely gorgeous out there. Um, we're fired up here in the hill country. The temperatures have cooled down. We've got the Fredericksburg Tea Party Boots and Barbecue coming up this Friday. It is sold out. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It's been sold out, and the waiting list grows, and I'm doing everything I can to accommodate everybody. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a fantastic event. Yeah, and uh, the, we do. There is a waiting list, and um, we've. I had. Uh, I think someone texted me yesterday and said, "Matt, I need four tickets." Yes, and I said, "I'll uh, I'll forward this to Angela, and uh, you can cross your fingers, or you know, I don't know, maybe a bribe. You know, okay. a. Um, um, I'm thinking it needs to be at least four digits. Okay. For, That's how they do it at the rock concerts, man. Yeah, yeah, we can upsell those tickets. I think that um, I think it needs to be at least um, uh, at least uh, four, four for four K. Four, yeah, at least um, four <laughs> digit. So nothing uh, nothing below nine ninety nine ninety nine. There you go. And you can probably get yourself a really good seat um, at the Fredericksburg Tea Party Boots and Barbecue with Charlie Kirk and oh, Rick yeah. Green. Yep. Man, if you saw Rick Green last night oh. in Fredericksburg, I think Jet and I were counting the crowd. We think it was close to 500. Wow. Um, close wow. to 500. I think the front section had 250 in it. And then as you kind of scattered, kind of started looking around, mm-hmm. I think it probably got close to 500. I don't know how many tickets they sold for the dinner. But I don't know how many seats they had available in there. Yeah. But um, I did know as walking by the the dinner that all the seats were filled at the uh, the dinner mm-hmm. and the special time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirk Cameron's message right on uh, spot, oh, spot wow. on. Yeah. And uh, that um, and that that Tennessee comedian, I think I was watching some Texans and they thought his Texas jokes were pretty funny at first. Yes. And then it, a few minutes of him poking Texas, <laughs> there was a guy sitting in front of me and to the right, and he just started shaking his head. And uh, it was like, all right, that's enough, uh, Brad. Um, we've had enough. You know, you can poke Texans, and we'll laugh at ourselves long enough. But uh, he uh, he got close to getting chased out of the state last night. Yeah, there you go. Well, he, but he is he is hilarious. He is funny. Yeah. If you can take it, if you can so, take all of it, all of these events. I spent the weekend at Faith, Family, and Freedom uh, Forum, uh, which on Friday night became Faith, Family, and Football Forum, as Jonathan Science's son was playing football, and he's M- Jonathan's M seeing the vent, and he's got his phone standing there, sitting there next to him, you know, mm-hmm. 
And um, I don't know if you ever saw, there was a, an episode of The Simpsons where Homer is listening to the football game during church. All right, he's got his earbuds <laughs> okay. in during church. So have not seen this. So and so I was. That's kind of what it oh felt like gosh. with Jonathan Sines on Friday night. In in uh, in the Simpsons, Homer all of a sudden in the min- middle of the sermon throws his hands up and says, "Touch, praise the Lord." <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of expected it was funny because Jonathan didn't even apologize. He says, "Yeah, my son's playing football tonight. It's a big game and." Yeah, that's uh, that's the score. So anyway, everybody's got something to do. Everybody's busy, um, and we're just gonna we're gonna give you more opportunities to get engaged. The key here is get engaged. Is the Angela is engagement going to a meeting? Is that in, is that all of engagement? Part of it or all none right. of it? You know, Matt. You know what I say about that. That is the jumping off point. Okay. That's like you've walked out to the edge of the diving board and you are about to jump in, okay? That's a meeting, all right? You're going to jump in to the deep end or you can jump into the shallow end if you like, take it easy, and, you know, splash around a little bit in the shallow end and get your feet wet and figure out the ropes and then you will eventually need to and want to. Uh, You'll find yourself in the deep end with a lot of your patriot-minded friends, people that are like-minded, and there is such a deep satisfaction of working with people that you um, you align with, your principles, your values align with, and you're learning together. Absolutely, and it is, it's where you start. Um, and, yep. and, and um, you know, this event, uh, Friday and Saturday in Austin, I interviewed about a dozen people, and I'm really looking forward to editing those and playing those on the air. I got some good Lord. I got some amazing interviews. Um, Terry Schilling, one of your favorites? My favorite, yeah. I had a great visit. Terry recognized me across the room, and he goes, Matt Long, Fredericksburg. I have got to get back to Fredericksburg. And I said, oh, I love hearing that. Oh, yeah. I mean, Terry, he didn't even, it wasn't like he was reading my name tag or anything. Um, So he was really, uh, he's really excited. We need to get Terry back here. But it's people like that that go and they fill up your gas tank. And the other thing, not only does your gas tank get filled up, your spiritual gas tank get filled up, you meet other people who are already engaged and doing things. And 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 they have the burr under their saddle. The, yeah. the the topic that they want to deal with, whether it's the city council or the whatever these guys. This is this is where you meet those people. This is where yes. you where you start getting engaged. Yes. Um, one of the interviews I did and uh, was with uh, the and I, see I don't have it in front of me because I haven't gotten it edited yet. But they're an alternative to the Girl Scouts. They're Christian based. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been around for about 27 years, and I'm sure some of them you're out there calling their names out. They have a, br- a little brother organization that is here in the Hill Country, but they don't have the equivalent of the, the girls here okay. in the Hill Country. And so that opportunity, I'm sitting there, and then I, and I'm thinking, we need this in our in the Hill Country. Yes, because it's 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 right there. All you have to do is go out and get it, grab it. Right. And know? so the, my my point I'm making is not to promote this organization, which I will. But at this point in time, it's the the fact that I attended, that I was there, mm-hmm. that I shook hands with people and met people and talked to people and. 
that opened up a door was like she said well what's your zip code i'll see if we have something in that area and they said no the nearest thing we have is in dripping springs and mm-hmm. i said well that's a long ways for our people yeah that'd be you too know far. and uh she said well we need something up in the hill country Oh, you know, sure. and so if you're attending these things and you're just going, oh boy, here we're going to go down this road because yesterday was Sunday. How many sermons have you heard? How many preachers have you heard, Angela, over the years that talk about it's great to see you here on Sundays, but then what do you do on Monday through Saturday? Right. right. Where are you? Is Monday through Saturday? Yes. We have the very same thing in the movement for freedom and for liberty i'm going to use the term liberty the movement for liberty we have the same thing going on Mm -hmm. there and if you're just showing up at a meeting every now and then or at an event or at a pep rally that's what i called uh in fact i called all weekend a pep rally Mm -hmm. friday and saturday was a pep rally for me i loved it it was great it man it got me all pumped up and Mm -hmm. then last night how many people were pumped up last night sure out there these are great pep rallies if you're going to pep rallies and you're not playing in the game frankly there's quite a few of us getting really frustrated at seeing your ugly face (laughs) once a month or every sunday you know for those of us who are actually you know involved uh in the weeds if you will um getting active in the city council or the school board or uh, maybe it's border issues or whatever i mean if you leave it to this a small group of people, you will wear us out. Mm-hmm. Th- that's the bottom. That's the bottom line for me, particularly. You will wear us out. Yeah, and um, we we can absolutely help each other. You know, working together and spread the love a little bit um, and the responsibilities. And um, again, I like I say, it is so. Um, it is. It's a very deep feeling to know that you are abs- you're doing something. You're doing your part. You're doing your part to make a difference in the areas that you are concerned about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let us um, wrap this up. I didn't get any of the um, calendar, Wonder? but we're going to. We're going to. We're going to of talk about the city council. We're going to talk about the Kerr County Patriots tonight, Mercy Gate Ministries tomorrow night. We're going to get all, all to that here in just a second. We need to take a short break, um, but right now I'm going to bring you some words of wisdom. You know, we've been from uh, Ben Franklin. This is from Poor Richard's Almanac, 1744. Um, and, um, you know, we've heard a lot of uh, about pride over the last year or so. And Ben Franklin said, as pride increases... Fortune declines. Mm. As pride increases, fortune declines. So there you go. Stick that in with a few Bible verses on pride, and uh, we've got it all figured out. (laughs) Folks, we're going to take a short break, and Angela Smith Show will return with special guest host Matt Long. We'll see you in a quick minute. He owns the largest collection of do-rags in Gillespie County. He's Matt Long. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. Thank you for staying tuned. It's the Angela Smith Show every 
every Monday with special guest host Matt Long. You're listening to the Hill Country Patriot, your information station. And um, to all uh, the folks I met this weekend who may be turning, tuning in for the first time, welcome. Thank you for uh, tuning in. I had um, been running to a lot of couple, of, a lot of people the last week or so who have said, "I'm, I'm going to start listening to your show streaming." People sure. from out of town, and so welcome to uh, all those who may be listening for the first time. So let's uh, start with the calendar. First of all, Fredericksburg, we're going to start local, local, local. What did we hear last night, Angela, about what did uh, – it was either Rick, somebody said – Rick Green, I think, said, what can we do about Washington, D.C.? Yeah, not, not a lot, a lot. Not a lot. Not well, a lot. We, uh, we have we have Congressman Chip Roy there mm-hmm. doing a lot – for us or trying to do a lot for us and so mm-hmm. we stay in real close connection with him very close ties with our congressman but um when it comes to it when it comes down to it at the end of the day matt um our our uh, abilities really lie at the local level yeah i mean and and that's where we can drive you know five minutes 10 minutes 30 minutes to the meeting and uh make our make our statements there meet our our councilmen our school board members our county commissioners whatever whatever municipality it is and that's where we have the most influence to be honest with you that one-on-one influence absolutely we know these people they're the ones we can sit down with um that is if they will are willing to have their city council meetings at a time when citizens can actually attend, attend them yeah, Ugh. Fredericksburg. You know, and if enough people, if enough people called the city council and yeah. the mayor and said, move those back into the evenings for crying out loud. Listen, I'll get off on a tirade on that. Yeah, I will too. Um, so let's get back to uh, city uh, tonight, tonight, tonight. The Kirk County Patriots are meeting tonight. Um, they're going to be a Brandon Waltons of Texas scorecard. And if you saw him Thursday in Fredericksburg, then you know how good this is, and he you is can phenomenal. tell. And you can tell your friends. Yes. Um, in fact, he will have. I'm sure he'll have a whole lot more to talk about on yes. the end of the Paxton yes. um, uh, debacle. Yep. Which, oh, folks, believe me, we're going to talk about that. I I ran into Ellen Troxclair Saturday, Angela. <laughs> I know. She thinks that whole trial was about marital infidelity. Yeah, I had, I had to go home. I actually went back and I read all twenty of the, the uh, of the the impeachment articles of impeachment. Yes, yes. There wasn't a one of them in there that said anything about <laughs> no. marital infidelity, but no, somehow, somehow Ellen Troxclair thought that was what it was all about. So God love her. Yeah. So anyway, we're gonna. I'm gonna calm myself down. And tonight, the Kirk County Patriots, Brandon Waltons, yeah. at uh, six o'clock. You got to hear right? yes. Six o'clock at four fifty-one Guadalupe Street in Kerrville. You need to go. This will be. I'm telling you. I think this will be a really good one from Brandon. He's he already good, but this is like the the fireworks is yes. going off, and he's going to be right there telling you about the fireworks while they're happening. So. He is so good, Matt. That. Uh, Glenn Beck in- interviewed him. I know. Last you, week yep. I was so jealous. And he is so darn articulate and so just spot on. So you yep. got to go see Brandon tonight. That's tonight. Kirk County Patriots, uh, good groups. Go support those guys. Six o'clock, 451 Guadalupe Street in Kerrville. 
Then City Council tomorrow, Angela, City Council, Fredericksburg. Fredericksburg, City Council, 9 a.m. in the morning. For all of you that work, sorry, you won't be able to attend. Those who work and pay the taxes and support the city, you can't go to this meeting. Those people. You can't go. But if you're retired or you have a flexible schedule, maybe you're self-employed, like or myself, wealthy, or, 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 or just wealthy, just flat out wealthy, yeah. and you bought your fourth home here in the hill country. <laughs> That's right. For God's sakes, go out there and do the right thing. Go to the meeting and uh, put some eyeballs on these folks who think that um, possibly adopting and voting for the highest tax rate possible before a vote kicks in is the thing to do. In Fredericksburg, Texas, in the uh, with even under the circumstances we are living under right now, high inflation, crazy federal government. Uh, what else, Matt? Uh, the list goes on and on. Oh yeah, low wages, yeah. high inflation, yeah. groceries going up, way up. Yeah, and then the government says, "Well, we're figuring the inflation isn't so bad because we're leaving groceries and that's gas right. out of the equation." That's exactly what they <laughs> it's do. Like, Hello. Are that's you the, kidding yeah, me? That's our government for that, us, Matt. That's yeah. So, yeah. all right, let's get back to the Fredericksburg yeah, City Council. There yeah. was an ad in the paper. This was the last week showing a graph, which is absolutely amazing. In fact, uh, our good friend on the uh, No Agenda show, um, Adam Curry, uh, was talking uh, yesterday about it about the fact that you take a look at this graph, and there's this concept that is really popular across the state and has been applied. Um, to the state uh, legislation, the mm-hmm. the state budget, budget yes. every year up until this year. Yes. This last session, we didn't hear anything about it. But the idea is, in, is the rate of inflation. You increase your budget by the growth of your population, mm-hmm. which makes more sense. If you get more people coming into town, you're going to need more services, blah, blah, yes. blah. So you increase your your um, uh, tax rate to um, by based on your population growth. Sure. And then if we have a bizarre economy, if we have a high inflation, then you must address that as well yes. because the city of Fredericksburg cannot print its own money, all right? And so we can't do that, and so we have to use the government-printed money, and if it's worth less and less, it's going to take more and more of it. Right. So there's this rate that many, many people, in fact, there were two awesome articles in the Fredericksburg, uh, uh, two awesome uh, letters to the editor uh, Wednesday mm-hmm. um, about that concept and about the cities and towns all over the state of Texas who not only are sticking to that but even lowering their tax rate. Yes, they are. And then you come into an area as wealthy as Fredericksburg, as much money as there is in Fredericksburg. Yep. Yes. We're not struggling. They have a bo- they have leftover money in the millions. Yes, they do. And yet they're going to raise your taxes That's at the right. highest possible rate given to them by law. Yep. That's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to raise they're it right up there. They're making money off of you. They're making money off of you. It's a it's a for profit. It's almost starting to look like a for profit, man. And so here's what I've been hearing about the. Um, there's a whole reason I stopped going to the city council meetings, and I'm not going to get into that right now. But the one of the issues that uh, was brought up and was brought to my attention was that the that it works backwards. You have the people who are getting paid. In Fredericksburg, mm-hmm. the different departments in Fredericksburg, 
who go to the city council and tell the city council how much money they want. Yeah, they show up with the wish list. They show up with a wish list, yes. and the city council says, oh, golly gee, that all looks great. And they make an argument as to why every single item every on that single, wish list is every, necessary. Yes. My God, we can't live without it. <laughs> if we don't have that $80,000 batting cage here in Fredericksburg, it's, it's the end of the world as yes. we know it. Lights Cats out. and dogs sleeping together. <laughs> It's all over with. And the city council, who are the ones we voted for, yes. who are the ones we hold accountable, yes. they literally do not have it. Well, not literally. They figuratively do not have do not have a voice in this because what they're doing is they're taking the wish lists mm-hmm. from the people they're paying, from the people who are getting the money. That's like me as a kid going to my dad and saying, Dad, you know, that uh, dollar you give me uh, for my allowance, and by the way, y'all can laugh at your butts off, but when I was in elementary school, my dad gave me a nickel on Friday. Now, that might tell you how old I am, but that was my, that was my, my dad didn't believe in allowances, but there was this little stand up at the elementary school, and with the nickel, I could buy a Frito pie. Frito mm-hmm. pie, for you, they, you know, that they'd tear open that oh, little yeah. bag of Fritos and put some, a scoop of chili in there. Yeah. And my dad, well, I had a choice. I also loved lemons, and you could buy, you could buy a lemon for a, a nickel and because mm-hmm. I, I, I loved eating the lemons, right? Yes. Do you remember that? Was that a thing when you were? It was not. It was not? Okay. I, I, I grew up in East Texas. Who knows? <laughs> okay. So anyway, but it would be like me going to my dad and saying, well, you know, Dad, I want this. I want that. I want the other thing, and, yeah. and, 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 and you're going to have to give me <laughs> that really much money. It. And and I can't live without it. Yeah. And then the worst part would be if my dad said, "Okay, okay, you can have it." Yeah. That would be every the worst time. part yes. every single time. Yeah. That is what the city council of Fredericksburg is doing to you. They're getting the wish list from all the departments. They're not even attempting to cut anything down anywhere. And uh, they're going to have they got- their meeting and their vote at a time when you cannot be there and when you cannot attend. That's right. Hey, I think they got rid of the pickleball courts, Matt. Did they? Victory! <laughs> Did they just throw that out so they could, you know, there's you this them. idea you, you pack the budget. <laughs> there you go. So you go ahead and you bump it up. And that way you can like throw you a couple li- of things out and you can say, well, we got rid of that pickleball court, Mr. Long. Uh, that's right. So, and so you should be happy. That, well, that's what every, everybody does that, Matt. You ask for the moon. Yes. And then when you have to get rid of a few of the stars around it, you, you should be patted on the back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So what? That's that. But anyway, I think they did get rid of a few of the pickleball courts. But um, listen. We need people to show up in the morning at 9 a.m. Sorry, I, I, I hate to, uh, if you can even get away from work or take a break, show up at the city council meeting in Fredericksburg at 9 a.m. tomorrow. We need people to call their councilman, Matt. And this is all, you can pick anything here. You can pick anything. Call your councilman up and tell them to reject the budget. Reject the proposed tax rate. Tell them that the city needs to cut expenses similar to your household. This is all common sense. Common sense. Um, There doesn't, and then you can tell them, if you understand and and kind of grasp this whole idea, there doesn't seem to be an accepted standard for healthy budgetary growth. So, no, reject the proposed tax rate, which is the highest rate that they can propose. Yeah. 
Absolutely. We had one of the city council members who who uh, who who approached us about the ad in the paper and said that's just those numbers aren't real. Where did they get those numbers for that ad in the paper? Because you're going to hear this in town. Yes, you are. You're going to hear people say this. Those numbers aren't real because one of the city council members already said that. Where did these numbers come from in the ad that was purchased? City of Fredericksburg website. The what? The what? The city of Fredericksburg website. Man. Fredericksburg, Virginia? No, 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 no. Fredericksburg, Fredericksburg Texas. Texas. These numbers came from the Fredericksburg, yep. Texas own website, and we have a city council member that says, well, those numbers aren't real. And they're going to try to tell you that all week. That all is right. going to be the narrative. They're going to drive this narrative. It doesn't matter if it's true. It doesn't matter if it's absolutely correct. They will drive it unless you say no. Yeah, you've got to go. You've got to say no. You've got to show up. All right, let's see. Um, boy, we haven't even gotten to t- – we're barely through Tuesday. <laughs> so Tuesday night, and this is awesome, and I had it up, and then I just knocked it away. Mercy Gate Ministries is having a um, an event on Tuesday night and I am so sorry, I just blinked away the story, and it may take me a minute to find it. Um, but there is, um, I'll get you more details on that tomorrow. Yeah, I believe it's the high Mercy school. Gate. Yeah, Mercy Gate Ministries um, there, that is at the high school. I oh, believe yes, it, it starts at 6 o'clock. All Listen, about human trafficking, Matt. You, okay, mm-hmm. and human trafficking. And uh, that is um, tomorrow night. You can go to Mercy Gate Ministries' uh, website for the details and uh, I'll be sure and have them tomorrow, and I'll make sure that screen doesn't disappear. All right, so Thursday, the preppers, um, 921, we'll have the preppers meeting, and I will have Stephen Lehman on later this week. Awesome. We need, we'll, uh, we need to take a break, and um, we'll be right back. Y'all stay tuned. He's a teacher and activist. In an effort to alleviate the effects of the anyone, anyone? And your host. Anyone? Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. Anyone? Harley here for Christopher Waters Real Estate. Here's Chris's promise to you. He'll sell your home at the agreed-upon price and by the date that you choose, or he'll buy it himself. And you pick your move date. That takes a lot of stress out of selling your home. No costly repairs are required, and there's no long-term contracts. You could cancel at any time, but most people don't. Here's a couple of satisfied customers, Jeffrey and Amanda, a coach and a teacher. They were commuting over an hour to get to work, and they wanted to be closer. So they hired a neighborhood agent, got no offers or real traction for months. Then they heard the Waters guarantee. So they hired Chris and immediately saw a difference in the marketing intensity. In under a month, Waters sold their house at a price they needed. Their only regret is that they didn't call Chris sooner. You can call him now, 726-224-3440. That's 726-224-3440. Or go to the website, ChristopherWaters.com. That's Waters with two T's, ChristopherWaters.com. This is John with Cabin Kings here to announce our newest product line, Storage Pods. Pods are 100% sealed, which means no water, no rodents, no bugs. Pods are a perfect storage solution for individuals or businesses. Sizes fall under all city codes, so no permits are needed. Business owners, dump those big, bulky, ugly shipping containers and replace them with a clean, professional-looking mobile pod. You can find us at 1815 Junction Highway or online at CabinKingsTX.com. 
Uvalco Power Sports and Equipment, Hill Country's full-service Mahindra Tractor dealership in Bandera, UvalcoTractors.com. We become partly cloudy today. There is a slight chance of a shower developing over Mountain Home. Otherwise, temperatures range in the upper 80s in Harper, low 90s in Pipe Creek. Clear this evening, our low in the mid to upper 60s. Sunny and dry weather again tomorrow with a high 90 degrees in Fredericksburg, 92 in Bandera. I'm meteorologist Dan Holliday. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. Michael Berry says that's the greatest rock and roll band ever, Leonard Skinner. Uh-huh. I think we'd have to when we would have to have a vote. It would be in there in my top three, I think. Um, so anyway, so the talk all weekend was the Paxton um, um, impeachment uh, failure by um, Andy Murr, who um, got way out over the front of his skis. Um, <laughs> You know, that's not a, that's not a, uh, that's not a reference for people who live in the central Texas, is it? (laughs) Um, uh, So let's see Did they, uh, okay. How about if they got too far forward on the bull? Would that be, uh, that uh, that might work. work. (laughs) How would we do that in horse terms? How would you, Uh, a cutter who is leaning the wrong way in the saddle? Lost your seat, man. Lost your seat. Okay. (laughs) So that is, um, Folks, this is not going away. This was a debacle no. from day one. Yeah. Um, and in fact, what I want to do, if you ha- if you've heard this already, I'm not going to apologize. All right. In fact, if you've heard parts of Dan Patrick's speech already, I'm not going to apologize. We need to hear this more than once, and you need to be able to tell friends where you heard this, yes, so that they can go and listen to this. And this will be up posted. This show will be at Hill Country Patriot. Um, for about a week, and then I'll have it up on uh, the Matt Long Show podcast sites. But I'm going to play about a segment out of this, uh, Dan Patrick, and I'm going to do my best not to hit the stop button, but you need to hear every word of this. He did not waste a sentence. He did not waste, um, he didn't waste any, any words on this. So no, he didn't. He was succinct. It was uh, very Perfect. clear. So Perfect. here we go. I'm going to hit play and let's see that button. Here we go. We didn't need to be told in the final arguments how important this vote was. I believe the quote was, this will, if you're like me, be the hardest, the most difficult, and the heaviest vote that you will ever cast in your time in the legislature. This vote will be the vote you're remembered for most. Our members already knew that and have known that for the last three months. If only the House members who voted for impeachment would have followed that instruction in the House, we may not have been here. In the House, the vote to send the articles of impeachment against the Attorney General to the Senate happened in only a few days, with virtually no time for 150 members to even study the articles. The Speaker and his team rammed through the first impeachment of a statewide official in Texas in over 100 years while paying no attention to the precedent that the House set in every other impeachment before. In the past, the House had transparent and open investigations for all to see, including other House members. The target of the investigation was notified and invited to attend with counsel and given an opportunity to cross-examine witnesses that were placed under oath before testimony was taken. At the conclusion of past House investigations, the evidence was laid out for weeks for House members to evaluate, not hours. 
before they took their vote on articles of impeachment. Representative John Smithy, a longtime House member who has argued cases before the Texas Supreme Court, spoke on the House floor during impeachment vote in May. He was one of only 23 who voted against impeachment. Representative Smithy said the House could not legitimately impeach General Paxton on the record because there was no record to send to the Senate. He said the House was not following the rule of law. He said the House approach, and I quote, Representative Smithy, hang them now and judge them later. Confirming this, Representative Murrah, the chair of the House Investigating Committee, said on the House floor, the House is not the body that does the fact-finding. The fact-finding occurs in the Senate, and the oath for any witnesses would occur there. Well, that's just not true. As Representative Smithy said, that's exactly what they did in 1917. He said the last House impeachment of the statewide official in 1917 was Governor Ferguson. John Smithy said it was conducted like a full trial before the House sent it to the Senate. Witnesses were put under oath and cross-examined by the defendant. He said this time no House witnesses were put under oath and the defendant was denied the right to cross-examine. Representative Smithy told his fellow members the House process was indefensible. Representative Smithy said the House did not follow the rules of evidence and their case was based on triple hearsay that would never be allowed in court. I think Representative Smithy's speech was one of the most honest and courageous speeches I've ever heard of in the House. And if you want to watch it online, go to YouTube. Look up John Smithy, that's S-M-I-T-H-E-E, -E, his floor speech on the Paxton impeachment. It's an amazing, courageous speech to give when he knew he was only one of 23 not voting for impeachment. In the next regular session, we should amend the Constitution on the issue of impeachment is currently written that allowed this flawed process to happen. Any testimony given in a House impeachment investigation must be given under oath, and the target of that impeachment must be allowed to present with a lawyer to cross-examine the witnesses. Otherwise, people can say anything they want without any accountability or need to be truthful because there is no threat of perjury. The House must also give members a minimum of two weeks to review all evidence given under oath before voting on such a serious matter. Had they done those two things, this trial may never have happened. I'm going to stop it there. Um, I think that's, um, I'll probably play some more pieces of it before. Sure. We talked, we've been talking about this for ever since the end of May, that the House was yeah. given two days, yes. two days holiday weekend and in they were in session it was right the very last few days of the session that this this stunt was pulled two days unbelievable that the, the procedure was rushed through the and the triple hair hearsay let me just explain that so the house committee that met in secret headed by andrew murr who i believe represent in fact i believe a lot of his voters are listening right now are y'all going to put him back in there again? Listen, I'm serious. I, are y'all going to put that guy back in there? Well, you know Medina County has filed um, censure paper, papers on him. Good, good. Yeah, they filed their papers last week. Will the Kerr County Republicans him. do it? Yeah. I know they have been, the Kerr County Republicans have been all Andy all the time as long as I have been around. All Andy all the time. I, I honestly don't understand that, Matt. I don't. I don't understand that at all. 
he he's 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 uh, completely disregards the uh, pri- uh, the priorities of the Republican Party. You can't, you, you keep sending him in there. Listen. He gets more and more towards the center, towards the left every single yeah. session, and we keep he, sending him back there. Exactly. When when your representative is carrying water for the Speaker of the House that you know, and we have not had a decent speaker, Matt, as long as you and I can remember. 20 years. Exactly. Um, Going all the way back to Joe Strauss. Yep. Listen, if that's happening, then you must question whether you have a true conservative Republican representation in Austin. Yeah. You've got to question it. And, and 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 you don't. And let, I'm going to go back to the triple hearsay. The triple hearsay. The, <laughs> the triple hearsay. Here's here's what he means by that. So this uh, secret committee hired some investigators. Mm-hmm. The investigators went out and gathered the. And I'm putting quotes around my head. Evidence. They went out and talked to people. Did they swear them in? No. no. They, the people that the investigators interviewed were not sworn in. They could say anything they wanted to those investigators. That was the first piece of hearsay, hearsay, hearsay. <laughs> and then those, um, and then those people came back. The, the investigators that they hired with your tax money came back. And again, they weren't sworn in. They were telling the committee members what they had been told. Mm-hmm. without swearing anybody in and then those committee members made a report from the report by the not sworn in investigators who got their information from not sworn in witnesses all of that then is placed on the house floor and they're given two days two days yes to vote how, and, and we talked about the and, – and Patrick in there talks about the uh, last time we had an impeachment vote in uh, over 115 years ago, 107 or 108 years ago. They spent weeks on that. They brought the witnesses into the House floor. They testified under oath on the House floor. Exactly. And then the House said, okay, we've got enough evidence to send this to a trial. There was two days for them to look at. I can't remember how many pages of evidence ended up being in the trial, but I believe it was well over 2,000 pages. Mm-hmm. You talk about a bill in Washington, D.C. that's right. 2,000 pages long, and you all get all bent out of shape about that. And yet you went through 2,000 pieces of evidence in two days and voted and then told me, Ellen Troxclair, told me, that well, you know, it's marital marital uh, 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 infidelity. Infidelity. You must not care about. What we must not you? care. She said to me, "Here's what she said, and it's not going to be the exact quote, but it was very short and very curt." And uh, she said to me, um, "I was I, actually it was during we were in the middle of the of reading the uh, um, uh, the the." <laughs> The impeachment stuff. Okay. All right. They were we were about halfway through the sixteen um, indictments. Okay. So I've got a bud in my ear. I've got and my hand in my phone. That. I'm listening right. to that. I see Ellen Troxler walk in. I go over and speak to her, and I say, "Hey, how you doing? What's going on?" And uh, she's, "What are you doing?" And I said, "Well, I'm listening to the impeachment thing, the results from the impeachment." And and uh, her remark was, 
There are some of us who believe in rule of law and marital fidelity, but apparently not everyone. And turned her face from me and turned her body away from me. In other words, closing down the conversation after accusing me of not being or accusing someone, 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 not but, her, who doesn't believe in the rule of law and doesn't believe in marital fidelity. Right. That's my that's my elected representative. That's yes. what she yep. thought this trial was about. She voted for that impeachment with less than two days, yep. the ability, several thousand pages of evidence. Again, Matt, I mean, it appears that she's carrying the water for Dade Phelan also. Oh, you think? Yeah. Because Dade Phelan went on a fundraiser effort with That's her right. just a few weeks ago. That's exactly right. That's exactly what she's doing. That's our representation, Matt. And that's not where we're accustomed to. No, we are sick and tired of these yep. dead feeling sycophants. We are sick and tired of people like Ellen Troxclair saying, well, I had to vote for him. You know what her office told me after her vote, her very first vote? No, what did they tell you? I went in and I said, why did she vote for Dade Phelan? And her office said, well, her vote wouldn't have made a difference. Wow. They said her vote would not have made a difference. And I thought, well, that's interesting. And I kind of let that slide at the time because I didn't think about it. And it was weeks later when it crossed my mind out of the blue one day. And I got to thinking, how many bills, several thousand bills that were voted on in the floor, did her vote make a difference? Exactly. How many, Angela, how many votes came down to a tie and Ellen Troxclair cast the vote in the right direction? How many of them? And it made the difference. All, how many? The, all you, the difference. Zero. You want to guess? I doubt Zero. It. Zero. Zero. Yeah, Zero. Exactly right. If there was one bill where Ellen Troxclair's vote, quote, made a difference, y'all call me up and tell me about it. And if we don't get someone, there is talk of some people stepping up to replace her. By God, they better do it quick. We're going to get behind her, but you we better deserve, be a good deserve, candidate. You better be, and we deserve better out here in the Hill Country. We absolutely we do. We work hard for the for um, for conservative values, conservative principles. We are conservative out here. People move to the Hill Country because they have conservative values, and they want righteousness afforded in austin and yeah we need someone to replace us because that's not what we're getting we got to take a short break we're gonna drink some chai tea light a little bit of incense and uh we'll be right back he's 100 percent texan matt log on the hill country patriot You know, I was just thinking, um, these uh, these elected officials, they always, they know who butters their bread. They know who, who, who pays their bills, who gives them the money, and who keeps them accountable. And we, as, we as activists, 
which has now has been used against us as an, an a bad term, yeah. right? You, they can try that. Yeah, they can try that. No, folks, activists is good. Activism right now is great. We are watching our country circle the drain. We are watching our state circle the drain. We have a governor who cannot and will not go down and enforce the border. The border. That's right. We have a city council who just says they're going to raise your taxes as high as they want to. You know why? Because you are not fighting back against them. You're not. The, enough of you are not saying enough. Correct, Matt. That's exactly what it comes right. down to. Yeah, when they see the same, the same people there, handful over of tiny, and over. over and over. Yep, they they know that you're speaking for, for others. They do know that, but it's not enough to pressure them. Not enough pressure. And when a handful of Tea Party patriots or a handful of conservatives go into Ellen Troxclair's office or into Andy Murr's office and they smile and they're nice at you. And, and they pat you on the back and tell you what a great, oh, we appreciate what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then go out and fundraise with Dade Phelan? Yeah. Yep. Are you serious? Now, see, if... Actions if, speak louder than words, Matt. Action speaks louder than words. You bet. If Every all time. of this, if this whole impeachment thing, if this, is, if this has gotten you angry... You can blame Ellen Troxclair and Andy Murr. You can squarely throw that in there. Yes. Because Ellen Troxclair, you know what? Your vote wouldn't have made a difference on the impeachment vote. You could have stood with the 23 Republicans. That's right. Because your vote wouldn't have made a difference anyway. And you could have stood with the Republicans, the 23 That's Republicans, right. and we would be sitting here right now praising you. Exactly, because she would be be representing us, Matt. Yeah. That vote did not represent her people. No, it didn't. So She She didn't even know what she was voting about if she thought it was marital infidelity. Exactly. And the nerve of her to mention rule of law. The nerve. The nerve. When she threw the rule of law, she voted on a a 2,000-plus page bill in less than two days. Listen, there were people at the and she had an opportunity to speak out against that. There's a thing called the back mic. Yep. Did she go to the back mic and say, wait, wait, we can't do this this fast. This is wrong. Right. No, she did not. Did other Republicans do that? Yes, they did. They lined up. John Smithy. I, I'm, I'm seeing a face of the other one. Is he one of the mats? I can't remember. Um, my, I, I don't, it might I don't have know. been who was there. There's may have been one Brian, maybe yeah. I can't Tenderholt. Okay. It was Tenderholt. Tender yeah, he stood at that back mic and he spoke truth. He said, "We haven't had enough time. This is we can't do this this way. We can't look right. at this this way. This cannot be rushed. This needs to be done properly." All of that was heard from the back mic. But did we see Ellen Troxclair at the back mic? Uh, no, you did not. No, we did no, not. You saw her fundraising with Dade. We saw her fundraising with Dade Phelan. We gonna put her back in there, Angela? Well, I'm not. I'm not either. Y'all stay tuned for Lorraine. Maybe she'll calm you all down. Maybe she won't. I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't count on it. <laughs> but I got 23 hours to get cool. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Manana.